This is Drake Digital with Drake West and Sid in the morning. Keep up with the shows and podcasts at drakehallmemphis.com. Drake Digital, playing the best rock and roll ever made. Keep up with Drake FM on our website, drakehallmemphis.com, and on your favorite social media, the best rock and roll ever made. 96.1 Drake FM. The Godfather holds a revered position in the history of film. Anybody has ever watched that movie except for Sid, and most people in the world have except for Sid. Uh, uh, the Corleone crime family. It, sp- uh, it spawned a movie that was that almost never got made because of money, because of the actors. At the time, they were not stars. Al Pacino, Robert Duvall had done some work. Um, Diane Keaton and Talia Shire. Marlon Brando was a star, but didn't want to play the movie. Uh, you know, or j- j- he just didn't want to do it. Uh, James Caan, not very well known. Anyway, all that is behind us because it got made and is a classic of all time, 1972. Uh, there has also um, resurrected some stories of the time about how this uh, film got made and some of the problems that ensued beyond the actors and who was fighting for what role and who Coppola wanted for the role and who Paramount wanted for the role. And Frank Sinatra uh, was a big player at the time in the making of this movie and decisions made by people at Paramount and so on. Uh, Frank did not like the novel by Mario Puzo. And they had a meeting at Chasen's, a big Hollywood place, and got into a confrontation. Some say it was kind of kidding around. Some say not so much. Because Frank knew about the scene uh, uh, that's uh, pretty prominent in this film. Uh, Johnny Fontaine uh, was a character based on Sinatra. And he was a singer that was down on his luck, a hard drinker, needed a boost in his career, and wanted to be in a movie. And so the Godfather uh, got word to the director of this upcoming film. Uh, He sent out uh, Tom, um, the family's lawyer, to convince him to give Johnny Fontaine the film's role. He did not. And, well, he said no. And then they, they, then they took one of his, uh, his uh, prize horses and put the head in his bed. And he woke up to that bloody mess. And yes, we learned that the horse's head was real. It came from a glue factory in New Jersey. Uh, so some of these stories have emerged in a book I have to get called Leave the Gun, Take the Cannoli, the epic story of the Godfather. Uh, and that's a line uttered in this uh, after they shoot a guy, and so on and so forth. So um, when they got down to making the film, they uh, uh, I guess that that uh, Frank kept threatening people, and they said, you know, tough, you aren't the boss of this, and blah blah blah. Anyway, the result of all of these inside stories is a new show coming out it is called The Offer a new Paramount series premiering April 28th about the making of The Godfather which has to be fantastic 
and will have to be, I'll have to pay for this now on Paramount Plus. And it recreates the um, supposed little fight at Chasen's between Frank and Puzo. John Wayne was in the room. Uh, but this is coming April 28th, The Offer, a series about the making of The Godfather. And that should be something else. Also, it has been um, redone and touched up and made to look really pretty for a Blu-ray release later on this year. Now over to a more modern day mobster show called The Sopranos, which changed television forever um, on HBO, which was at the time not, and they were, they had gone beyond being, you know, fledgling, but they were still not uh, a must have thing. But The Sopranos spawned um, so many fans and, uh, it has spawned books and things like that. There's a podcast um, that is on called Woke Up This Morning, which is from the theme song of the show. Um, let's see. This is... The podcast has hatched the book uh, to, uh, to engross those who revel in the complex history and behind-the-scenes a minutia of this HBO drama, which was revered by millions. Uh, the chapters are about uh, David Chase, who began it, who cast it, and it's done by um, two guys from the show. Um, Michael Imperioli played Christopher, and Steve Triple played um, Bobby Bacaleri. And they tell tales about James Gandolfini, who was Tony, and everybody else in the show. Uh, Steve Van Zant is on it, talking about his character, Silvio. So um, the podcast uh, has been, there's a different podcast that they didn't like. So they began theirs in April 2020. And they've talked to everybody from the cast. Edie Falco, uh, Dominic Giannese, who was Uncle Junior, Lorraine Bracco, who was the shrink, Dr. Melfi, and some of these conversations are uh, part of Woke Up This Morning. And the podcast mics were turned off when they got into the real details. So uh, the book is beyond the podcast. Oh. And I'm trying to see here exactly when this book will be coming out. There's a bunch of uh, interrupting parts of the show. Um, this What the hell is the name of the gosh damn book? Um my defendant look at HBO. Um, they wrote the book. Um, I guess it's called Woke Up This Morning. The title is shared by the uh, theme song, as I mentioned before. But everybody who was in the show talks on and off the record about their experiences with that show, which almost didn't get made either. Because mob shows like this um, open the eyes of real mobsters and they get threats sometimes and things get sticky. Uh, but there have been other books about the show, says the cast, but this is the real truth from those who were in it. This show's been over since 2007. God, 15 years ago. Um, but it's still on HBO streaming, on HBO Max, I suppose. Uh, but this book will be 
something for fans to look at for a long time. Um, all the inside stuff here goes on and on forever. But this sounds like a must for um, fans of The Sopranos. I just rolled down here. Uh, this show was the first one to ever use a Zeppelin song in it. They oh, used really? rock and roll. And it cost them $100,000 to do it. Prince and the estate of Jimi Hendrix turned down requests to include their music. So all of these little tidbits are in this book, and this should be something else. Doesn't say the release date here in this messy story, but nonetheless, two new books coming out. Uh, One Godfather, which is becoming a show on Paramount+, Plus, and The Sopranos is a podcast, um, and this book is coming out later on this spring. So mob fans, you're in luck. And these two shows have been discussed in, in this film, Godfather 1, then Godfather 2, which Brando refused to be in. So uh, Bob De Niro played the young Don Corleone, who became the Godfather. And then, uh, then there was the killing of Fredo, and Michael becomes the Godfather, and on and on and on, if you know all those things. And I still haven't found... Uh, there was a story last year about how Godfather 3 uh, was being reshot. The ending of it did not oh, yeah. um, pass muster with uh, Coppola. He didn't like how it ended. And so he wanted to reshoot it, and I guess he did. But that hasn't been brought up. Back in a moment, this is Drake Digital. Can a $110 million helmet unlock the secrets of your mind? We're getting nearer there all the time to where we're, we're going to be controlled by something else or somebody um, or this this story. Uh, my very first thought again was comic books and the ads in the back and the x-ray specs where you can see through <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 And there were like, you know, two bucks and you could see through clothing and look at girls or boys and see. Yeah. Okay. So, that yeah, that was a good idea. Over the next few weeks, this comes from Bloomberg, making it a fairly legit piece of news, I guess. Uh, in coming weeks, a company called Kernel, K-E-R-N-E-L, will begin to send out dozens of customers across the uh, this country a helmet that's about 50 grand worth. Uh, I guess that the, I don't know if, what the price difference is here. Anyway, the ones that they're going to send out are 50 grand apiece. And they can, um, crudely speaking, it says they can read your mind when you are wearing it. It wears a few. It weighs a few pounds each. The helmet contains nests of sensors and other electronics that measure and analyze a brain's impulses and blood flow, flow at the speed of thought, providing a window into how the organ responds to the world. <clears throat> Picture that, if you will. The basic concept has been around for a long time, but it's usually been found in room-sized machines that can cost a lot of money in the millions and require patients to sit still in a clinical setting being observed. The promise of a leagues more affordable techie piece that anybody can wear and walk around with is, well, mind-bending, says the article. Uh -huh. uh, the scientists are all you know, fired up 
to use the helmets to gain insight into brain aging, mental disorders, concussions, strokes, and the mechanics behind previously metaphysical experiences like meditation and trips on acid and mushrooms and such. Okay. To make progress on all the fronts we need to as a society, we have to bring the brain online, says Dude, who spent more than five years and raised about 110 a million bucks, half of his own money, to develop these helmets. <clears throat> I don't know what he hopes to accomplish by this, unless this is, is entirely based in the medical industry, uh, to look that's at what the it, brain functions and that kind of thing. That's what it sounds like from what you just said. It, it's you know, The first thing that comes to mind uh, is like, okay, guess what you know number I'm thinking of kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. But if this thing is just is measuring... You know fluctuations in the brain that uh, that are associated with things that we can externally measure. Then that will hopefully lead some insight into how this how the brain works, which means it might be easier to fix things when they go wrong. Well, this thing uh, would imply though that you wouldn't be in any kind of a uh, a setting where you're sitting down as they read your brain. This suggests okay. that you could just wear it and kind of walk around. Uh, they've been trying this for a couple of years um, and uh, these helmets don't cost that much 50 grand uh, but they hopefully have the oomph and precision that are needed for what neuroscientists and computer scientists and and other people have been trying to do for years peer to which is to peer into the human skull outside of any government labs and what what must be some kind of rejection record 228 investors passed on this man's sales pitch. And the CEO who made a fortune from his previous company in the payments industry almost lost all his money last year to keep Colonel, this company, up and running. Uh, So somebody bit, I guess, and supported it. Uh, His tech has much to prove, uh, Mr. Colonel Man. Um, But they have conducted some tests before COVID uh, got across the country and the world, convincing some doubters that he has a shot at fulfilling this ambition. A core element of the pitch is know thyself, a phrase that harkens back to ancient Greece, uh, underscoring how little we've learned about our head since Plato. I think you can confirm that by looking around you right now at people (laughs) in cars driving. Um, they've built all, ma- all manner of tests and machines to measure our heart, our blood, even our DNA, but brain tests remain rare and expensive, limiting our data on the organ that most defines us. It's a smart concept just based upon that, that theory right yep. there. Yeah. So these first helmets are, are headed off to a brain research um, you know, place to, uh, to be worked on some more. By 2030... Uh, the uh, founder of this says he wants to bring down the price to the smartphone range and put a helmet in every American household. <sighs> Just like Alexa. Well. <laughs> so uh, so now we're... I, so uh, his goal is the biggest brain study in history, trying to unify ourselves and get back to a steady state. I, I, I'm trying to picture how he plans to do this, and I can't get my head around the entire concept. Oh. Uh, but he's trying to let everyone uh, else uh, analyze, modify, and perfect their minds. 
So I guess that what that means is if you have one of the helmets, you can read the data that it would uh, produce and you can see what your brain is doing uh, if you're in danger of a stroke or if, I guess, there are tons of ways to analyze sure. what's happening in your brain. So this guy is a pretty young dude in his late 40s and um, is trying to either complicate or simplify the way that we operate as a society. I understand why he was turned down 238 times, uh, but we'll see. Uh, this is one more of these things that pop up every day, and this one is now on the table, and we'll see where it goes from there. So, well, if, if somehow it could um, show or reveal the beginnings of something abnormal going on right. there... To detect, yeah. you know, to to know about something before it gets bad, you know, worse, that would be cool. I mean, if, well, if that's now, part of it. If you have one, if you buy one, do you wear it only when you're at home and can analyze your thing like it's a Fitbit and see what your brain did that day? Yeah, maybe so. Or, you know, wear it for a little while every couple of days just to keep a record of yeah, how analog. your brain function is functioning. So if something spikes weird suddenly, you've got an alert about it and you know uh, before it reveals itself in a more strokey mm -hmm. kind of way. Mm -hmm. Right. Strokey. Well, um, Stroke. and, and you know, uh, considering the human race, there are a number of people that ought to be wearing helmets anyway, just for their own safety. Uh, so so maybe this could serve various purposes, uh, and one of them uh, is to check your brain health and all of that. So um, mm -hmm. I don't know. This is Drake Digital. On the Facebook page, we occasionally put up things to see in mass how people respond to them. If every time you walked into a room, to announce your presence in the world, what song would play to represent what you think you are? Sid, go for it. <laughs> Keith says, the fix, one thing leads to another. All right. All right. Uh, Mike says, heaven and hell from Black Sabbath. Uh, let's take Mike out and uh, beat him to death somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Darren says, the Benny Hill theme song. <laughs> that sets a tone yeah i love that um leon says sympathy for the devil everybody's scott, into being hellish and devilish <laughs> yeah. all right scott says i'm no angel from greg allman see one more bad guy steven peace of mind by boston um yeah. i'm kind of worried about wilson because he says i hate my life by theory of a dead man Good boy. I like that. <laughs> Good for you. Be honest. Eddie says Sanford and Son theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me cough. I'm laughing so hard. It's the big funny. one. Oh, that's good. I uh, wonder if Justin is a fireman. The Fireman by George Strait. Okay. Never heard of it. Um, Tim but, but, says Super Bon Bon by Soul Coughing. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. Don't I know don't, it. I, 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 I don't know any of the words to that besides Super Bon Bon. Super, I don't know. Uh, Matt says, Gonna Fly Now, the Rocky theme song. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing Matt's a... Uh, never mind. Douche. <laughs> Stop it. Annette <laughs> says, Black Dog by Zeppelin. Nice. That'd be pretty pretty forceful. Hey, hey, mama. And she's a chick, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Stacy, are you going to go my way by Lenny Kravitz? This is uh. funny. Vicky says, when I was younger, it would be Here for the Party by Gretchen Wilson. Now it's more like I'll Be There for You by the Rembrandts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll hold your hair back. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Lisa says, I want to be sedated. The Ramones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ronnie, Bounty Hunter by Molly Hatchett. Eh. I don't know if I know Unimaginative. That. Sorry. Tyler, can't you hear me? I think it's can. You hear me knocking by the stones. Eh. Uh, Rob, Walk by the Foo Fighters. Okay. Uh, ooh, Sherry says, Lose, Lose Yourself by Eminem. I love that song. Okay. <laughs> Well, you sure gauge people's personalities by what they choose here, can't you? Kind of. It's funny. Uh, Raymond says, Whiskey Benton Hellbound, Hank Jr. He's trouble. Yeah, watch him. <laughs> uh, Diana, Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. She's trouble. Watch her. Yep, yep, yep. Dottie, Walk This Way by Aerosmith. <laughs> uh, unimaginative, but thank you. <laughs> George says, The theme from Jaws with a laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking that's creative that's good that's good. yes oh this is good jack says uh emerson lake and palmer welcome back my friends to the show that never ends or whatever the he, song is called he likes himself yeah <laughs> it, it's called carnival number nine. Oh, that's right ted says carry on wayward son boring bruce says peaches by the presidents of the united states I love it. <laughs> okay. Peaches. I don't know. What I'll have. Okay. You've heard it probably. Yeah, um, William. <laughs> William says the harmonica song from Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's trying to hitchhike to Texas. <laughs> 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 That's great. What a great movie! I love that movie so uh, much. I gotta oh, see yeah. it again. Oh, oh it's wonderful. <laughs> Wait, is that I'm trying to use the phone. <laughs> is that? Uh, <laughs> is that where he saves the snakes and he's going out going ah yeah. and he's running yeah. with snakes yeah. all the <laughs> animals yeah yes. oh yeah Randy says 2001 a space odyssey theme <laughs> a little poo that's too dramatic bro uh, Carol says stairway to heaven boring uh, Dennis the hokey pokey <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like no that's a pretty fun guy right there do the hokey pokey yeah that's mm. pretty cute alright um, Jeff says there's a song by the searcher. He doesn't say it like this, but I'm I'm saying it like every time you walk in the room is the title of a song by the searchers. Mm, I, okay. don't, <laughs> I don't know. Randy Hare the dog. <laughs> That's funny. Mm, okay. Yeah. Not really. T Tammy, American Girl, Tom Petty. That's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Um, for reasons unknown, by the Killers, says Sydney. Okay. Don't Bogart that joint, by for, says Rob. Uh, Rob is holding. Please call nine one one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sherry she says she's a bad mama jamma. I remember that song. She's trouble. Yeah. Okay. She's trouble. Chris says voodoo child Hendrix. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. Trey says white and nerdy by Weird Al. <laughs> You're a loser. Okay. You're the winner. You're a loser. Uh, Kevin says the Cure, fascination, fasc fascination street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendall uh, Aerosmith back in the saddle. Oh, right. Jim says Jim says Beastie Boys. Time to get ill. I like. I like okay. It. Jimmy says Surfing Bird. You know, is that the yeah, song? Yeah. Bird, 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 bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, we got a real gathering of weirdos oh on this God. one. Oh, my God. I'll take Mary, it. Uh, Mary Jane says, black velvet when I got in the shower. What? Okay. <laughs> Freaks and weirdos, we man. We don't want to know. No. Jason, Jason says, bad to the bone. <laughs> Loser. Uh, Craig says, let the good times roll. The cars. That's an awesome one. Okay. Kicks, Joe. Who is Joe? Joe says, kicks. Can't stop the show. I do not remember that Kicks song. I bet he doesn't get out very much. And <laughs> is, is not welcome at anybody's house ever. But that's okay. Thanks for listening, though. Somebody yeah, sure. sa- somebody named Dawn says, Dawn, go away. I'm no good for you. I don't know if that's a real song or if they're trying to be funny. Uh, it's a... Uh, Dawn, go... Uh, it's, it's the Four Seasons, I think. Oh. Dawn, go away. I'm no good for you. Yeah. Uh, Patrick says, "Back in Black, ACDC. That is actually That's some some boring. baseball players' walk-up song. It's a bunch of yeah. Th- those yeah. guys, depending upon, we sat at a Cubs game once and were just to just to hear all the guys' walk-up songs, and they were pretty funny in in uh, some cases mm-hmm. and original. Um, this one, I th- hope this station plays. The intro is the bomb, and uh, so I agree with Dave here. Cochise from Audio Slave." The intro yeah, is sure. just huge. Um, Nikki says, people are strange or am I evil? <laughs> okay. okay. Mm. Uh, Marilyn says, let's get this party started. That's funny. Uh-huh. Kim, the theme from Star Wars. Uh-huh. Right. Now, would that be... Because I thought that was like Darth Vader's theme. No, that's the Imperial. Because of course, March. my husband was pick, picking me apart, saying, "No, that's Darth Vader's." Um, oh God! Here's another Kicks fan. John says, "Don't close your eyes from Kicks." That was a decent '80s piece of garbage. That, yeah, that was that was an okay <laughs> song that we were oh, right over the other one. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. Leah says the theme from the original Halloween. <laughs> Was that two people really all eating? in one room and just look at them and see what's wrong with the majority of them? Do you want to do um, more, or do you want to do you want to save some for later? Already <laughs> of them funny. Leave it to Beaver tune that played on TV says Rand. <laughs> that's that's kind of goofy. Hello, Boomer, you old. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Uh, N- uh, Nini says Firestarter by Pro- Prodigy. That song is so good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Amanda, the intro to Europe's the final freaking countdown. Oh, God. That's the end of this bit. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. We'll be, uh, don't ever write here again. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Those are cute, and and and, and some are funny. The Pee Wee song is the best one, I great. think, probably. But, all right. Thank you. That's, that's great for uh, playing along at home. Thank you very much. This is Drake Digital. Um, other things on the list for today. What do we have? Um... Uh, conspiracy theories, uh, Sid found some of these that are, some are silly, you said, and some are pretty obvious, or? Some we know, and. Because we know, all like, love these things, oh yeah. Some some we hear all the time, you know, the flat earthers out there. Um, okay. But some some I hadn't, hadn't heard about before. And okay. I'll go quickly through the ones that we always hear about, like the moon landing was fake. Mm. Of it was. Drake, of course Drake thinks that. The Never government happened. killed. The government killed JFK. Even Bobby Kennedy thought the CIA was responsible uh, at first. Of, of course they did. Um, LBJ COVID- led the entire thing. We'll, we'll do a whole show on that sometime. Oh, yeah, yeah. They killed him. 
COVID was engineered by the media. People think that. People think the Earth has been sucked into a black hole. And it says... Well, that, that's well, obvious. Well. Look around you. <laughs> well, that, yeah. That's, I think I might start believing that, too. It says these people think that the world ended in 2012. Also. Okay. Mm. Um, Disney created Frozen as a distraction. People to think. what? For what? Uh, it says people have long discussed Heat. the conspiracy that Walt Disney used cryogenics to freeze himself when he died. <laughs> okay. He was too busy hating on Jews. No. Uh, no, even though, the, of course, the Disney family refutes the claims. However, new theory is that the Walt Disney Company created Frozen as a way to hack Google's search algorithm and distract consumers from information about the late Walt Disney's possible Frozen procedure. Oh, my. Okay. But please. <laughs> The Denver International Airport is Illuminati's headquarters. Did you know? I've heard that. <laughs> You've heard that, Wes? Really? Uh, because they, like a, they, got, they got so much stuff deep underground. Under, yeah. Uh, yeah, as I was saying, this must be, be underground. Huh. Well, we could always go and look for it. I, yeah. I've never heard that before. Huh. I've never heard that. I've never heard that people think the earth is hollow. Oh, okay. yeah. I've we never had a president who thought that in the 1800s. Well, then what's in the middle of it? Like cork? Yeah, I mean... No, uh, like a whole other world. With like a, oh, really? a perpetual a perpetual sun in the middle, and all the uh, interior is is a whole other world, a realm, a place to colonize. It does say they think well, there's an Well, why can't we just peel this bad layer off and check out that one for a while? Right. Hey, How do we get I there? I don't see why we shouldn't try that. Put okay, well, we're getting there. Don't worry. <laughs> Put in a call to Elon. Um, of course, people people believe the world is flat. People mm. believe Prince Charles is a vampire. Because, He's just a jug-eared tool. Yeah, because he was related to Vlad the Impaler, and because his bloodline we'll this. is known to have the disease, uh, how do you say this, Por- porphyria, Porfi- porphyria, which is an iron deficiency that causes people to be sensitive to sunlight. <laughs> He's just a just a. He's just so white. He's transparent. <laughs> People believe Bigfoot is real. How long has this myth been in <laughs> the tabloids and the talking of the day? That one and the Loch Ness monster. I yes, mean, that's know, on here. Either find his <laughs> ass and put him on Jimmy Fallon, or drop it. People, you know. <laughs> People have admitted that they've made up the pictures. Okay. Well, of but course still, they have. It's still fun, probably, to go to Bigfoot conventions because they do exist, and my friend who lives in Ohio goes to them just to have fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bigfoot Bird, doesn't believe in you. Your friends carefully. Jeez. Whatever. I've known her since fourth grade. She's fine. Um, yeah. The, the Nazi people. People believe the Nazis had a secret base in in, in the in Antarctica. I wouldn't hmm. doubt that at that all. That housed technology like UFOs. Okay. People believe we're all living in the Matrix. My no, wife does. Your wife. Um, yeah. The moon isn't real. They say it's what a projection. It they think it's a projection. <laughs> and it has been so for 2,000 years. So if the moon isn't real, then my theory that we were never there is right. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. Check those two off. Okay. Yeah. People think, people think the Titanic didn't actually sink. Where'd it go? They say that it was the Olympic that crashed into the iceberg, not the Titanic. Okay. Still, 1,500 people died. So, uh, people believe Apollo 17. Yeah. People believe Apollo 17 wasn't the last moon mission. Uh, It says. What was then? 18? It says a movie about. 
but now some, but a movie about a fictional Apollo 18 came out. And now some believe the mission was real and ended tragically when the astronauts had a run-in with aliens. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, I wouldn't doubt that anymore. Uh, people believe zombies can rise from the dead. Wes. Oh, stop watching this dumb TV <laughs> and they're, shows. They're people. all Jesus. very nicely dressed, too, because everyone uh, yeah. gets put in their finest clothing for funerals. So <laughs> they get buried, they come out, and they're in like their prom dresses and tuxedos going around going, ah, brains. <laughs> this is true. Uh, okay. The well-dressed people. apocalypse. Yeah. People like be- believe Bill Gates makes fake snow. What? Mm. They believe the- that. That came out with the Texas oh. uh, blizzard, remember? Uh, it no, says it, no. Well, it says it T- says. Tell um, me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, people were saying that the all the snow in Texas was fake because they would make a snowball and hold a lighter up to it, and it wouldn't melt; it would just turn black because that's the way snow works. Oh, and they said yeah. it's all fake snow. It's from you know, from Bill Gates. It's a, a conspiracy to make Texas look bad or something. And I don't know what they're saying now that all the snow has been melted for about three months. Right. Well, yeah, look, that, no, that, well, that sounds more like something that. Our boy Elon would do, because Gates was uh, you know chasing horse. So, <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, the Bet's mystery sphere is an is alien material. People believe the what? Uh, I didn't know what this was. If a Bet's mystery sphere has baffled the public since it was found by a couple in Florida in se- 1974. Conspiracy theorists are convinced it's alien material, while others, such as the military, say it's a man-made object. Mm, I don't know. I would, I, I've I never don't trust the military, so. Well, I do uh, for some things, but they've covered up so much stuff. These aliens are just waiting for the right time to pick us all off at once. Bam. Probably. Bye. Uh, people believe Amelia Earhart was... sooner the was, better. Yeah. E- people believe Amelia Earhart was eaten by crabs. Yeah. Um, mm, I hadn't heard no, that. Well, uh, because she... She crashed, at, well, yeah. and, the, but yeah. they, they found evidence where she had made it to some small island that they could never, you know, confirm that she was uh, had landed at and could never. And by before any rescue could get there, she and her co-pilot died. And because there's all these little crabs that live on that island, they ate what was left of her after she died, and that's why you know, bones got moved and bits and pieces got moved because hmm. the crabs moved. And there goes her plane over now. Yeah. 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 Make sure she doesn't crash in your Drake. <laughs> right. If you go silent, we'll know why. Yeah. Um, Amelia's people, revenge. Yeah. Uh, people believe 5G causes cancer and COVID. What is 5G? The 5G in your phone. Okay, whatever. God. Um, a solar flare caused the Titanic to sink, people think. Well, watch that movie Awake on Netflix. And that's your first, um, well, interesting concept. People believe the Black Knight satellite is an alien spacecraft. Nice. Oh God. Um, people believe that sirens, mystical women dubbed sirens, were responsible for shipwrecks because they would lure the ships to the rocks and cause shipwrecks back in the day. Oh, okay. Because sailors mm-hmm. said that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Planet X is home to a world called Nibiru. Oh, yeah, that's old news, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Queen Elizabeth been there. the first was a man, people think. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard that? Oh yeah. There was oh. a, the, the 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 story behind it is that uh, the young princess got ill when she was away from London and the King Henry the Eighth was coming for a quick visit before he had to move on to some other thing that he was doing. 
and the people in charge of Elizabeth the First care couldn't just admit that well she died while we were she was in our care because that would be a beheading right there. So they found a local kid and dressed him up like her to play the part of Elizabeth, young Elizabeth the First at like eight years old or so, and. Henry visited, saw her, it was close enough, and he moved on because he wasn't all that close to the kids anyway, so it was an easy thing to fool, and they just kept up the ruse, oh and that's gosh. why she never married. Hmm. That's a long version of what this says, yeah. People wow. believe, that's crazy. People believe the COVID-19 vaccine has a 5G chip in it. Greg. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Air, people believe airplane exhaust trails are filled with chemicals. That the government is trying oh, to secretly that the government's oh, yeah. trying to secretly spray us with. They are. They have um, been for a long time. And the last two, the abominable snowman lives in Asia, and <laughs> that internet routers can lead to harmful five G radiation. Okay. I wouldn't doubt the, the majority of these things. <laughs> Who knows, man? This is Drake Digital. There are conspiracy theories of different levels. Who killed John Kennedy? There are those that believe it was Harvey Oswald. I, I don't. I would wonder if this day and time, if that would be in some kind of a poll, if Oswald would still be thought to be it. After the hundreds of books and television shows and research pieces and documentaries and recreations, if that would still be believed by most. Most people don't believe that it was possible. I have spent books and time in my life reading this. I've been there. I've walked it. I've stood there and looked around. And I just think that that's a bunch of baloney. I think that he, uh, as he said, was a patsy. It's a very complicated thing, but um, everybody has their own own thing about that. Um, the moon landing. Did we really walk on the moon? Uh, did that ever happen? We can discuss that ad nauseum, and there are things on both sides that people just are going to always, because we are just a contrarians by nature. Wes thinks it's all, you know, it's just, it, it is impossible. Um, <laughs> what are this. some what are some smaller conspiracy theories? Uh, Bigfoot, Flat Earth. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Loch Ness UFOs, Monster. I guess. So UFOs, I, don't, I think people believe in that stuff. They just... As long as we are here in the form we are now, why would anybody want to come and hang out with us? We are not interesting. We are stupid. Um, so what is the theory about why even smart people believe in conspiracy theories? Yeah, so here's the deal. I found this in this guy. Is, Curiosity. Yeah, this is presented by a guy, an educator. It says David uh, Hudsness is his name. He's got a degree in psychology. He's done learning platforms that have been adopted by systems around. Uh, so he... he sounds like he knows what he ought to be talking about he says there's four main reasons why people believe in conspiracies and the last one is the biggest there he says the first one is when there's a lack of information conspiracy theory fills in the missing gap of knowledge okay. so yeah, it plugs it in that okay and he says second when something causes an anxiety a conspiracy theory helps you predict where that threat's coming from so it doesn't feel so random even if it really is but it doesn't feel as bad because you have some kind of sense of some kind of control because you think you might know, you know, where it's coming from, who's responsible. So you create your own answer? Uh, largely, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Three is wanting to follow your in-group. So especially if your politics as team sports is your kind of thing, mm. then uh, then when your group believes a conspiracy, then you're more likely to go along with it. And the sure. fourth, the biggest reason is just ego. It's people who are into conspiracy theories, who believe them, think they're a special group of independent thinkers, and they're the ones who know the truth. They have but, superior knowledge. Mm. Most people are just sheep and gullible and manipulated. And he says, who doesn't want to feel special? And he gives a couple of examples about someone who maybe wasn't particularly successful in school or their career. Their ego feels fragile. But if they, but when they jump into the conspiracy theory, now they feel like, well, actually, they're smarter than most of these other people. And there's a group of people with, who believe with them that tell them so and reinforce this. And Narcissistic. I can see uh, Sociopathic. Not even um, sociopathic, not even narcissistic, really. Just it's a big ego boost for for people to feel like they know stuff that other people don't know. Now on the narcissistic which is dangerous. side, dangerous. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he he brings up that as in a, as a point of someone who's really well educated, has a professional career. He brings up a doctor for an example. He says we've seen some doctors take fringe positions against vaccine and mask and so forth. Why do they do that? Same reason as ego because. Maybe they felt like their career wasn't progressing very well. They haven't gotten recognition, but they support a fringe theory. And suddenly they are a big hero to a whole bunch of people who are uh, in on this conspiracy Uh theory. Their face is on national cable shows as a proponent of the other side and an expert. And so it's tempting. It's like how we say that. Rock stars don't want to retire because they're addicted to the applause. People yep. get addicted to this kind of fame and you know, people applauding them for agreeing with them, basically. So it's just, it's a big ego boost. So and that can be looked at by, I don't watch any cable news anymore for any reason. Um, but on every panel about politics or about war or anything, there's always an expert on the panel, which seems to validate that what the news outlet is offering is exactly right, because those people are self-proclaimed experts. Right. And in many cases, they are proven to be dill holes that know nothing. <laughs> but they act important, and they talk important, and they talk good, so they're believable. Right. And that's the deal, and especially if they have yeah. some actually you know, legitimate credentials. If they act, if they really are a doctor, a licensed, and went, through, a school, general, went through practice, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. then then their their uh, credentials give them authority that makes them seem legit on on these shows and panels and circuit talk circuits and everything else, and so. They're getting their ego boost, and they're spreading what they might even believe it by the you know, before they get too deep into it because believing it it makes confirms everything and boosts their ego. And doesn't it make sense though, and give people some more credibility if they doubt and are curious about things and don't take it at face value? I'd prefer to talk to somebody who isn't sure, but has enough information to at least have an argument you know, for it, but they're not convinced just because they think that they're smarter than everybody else. Now, are you talking about having a doubt in something that's been established or having uh, doubt established? I, I just it, don't trust the smartest guy in the room. Okay, but <laughs> would you, you know, do you trust a overwhelming consensus of people who have studied this and have worked on something? 
that's um that's that's the it, it's fine to question things that aren't completely settled but there's a lot of people who are still convinced that the earth is flat and trying to convince people that it's a spheroid is well, a big true. conspiracy and yeah are you crazy. just just because there's a group that believes this outrageous and blatantly false thing right. does not mean that it should plant a seed of doubt in 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 anyone else yeah it's I mean, uh, uh, it's the it's the cases where you know fox news or somebody in the news will bring on a four-star general who was a big deal back in the 70s and he's an expert he must be because he's old and has been through it is that what you mean because he he must be right but well, maybe there, he's not just because of his cred and his stars there's there's room for other perspectives in a whole lot of things, especially if you're talking about something political and a, you know, a situation that's ongoing. But if you're talking about bringing in a general who was a guy, a, you know, a bigwig in the 70s to talk about how the earth is flat and hollow at the same time. I've seen it. <laughs> then <laughs> this is this is not credibility. That's 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 ego driven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so I don't but, believe anything really anymore. I I don't know what to believe. I'm surprised by nothing really much anymore, except for I I, I just don't. I think that everybody is is probably you know suspect and out to get me. Well, I mean, so raging paranoia is always an option too. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, my route. It's probably I don't safer trust to you. Believe. Prove it. Trust Prove people it. than to trust everybody. But, and somebody uh, just somebody just texted. I forgot about chemtrails. They said conspiracies. Yeah. Chemtrails can never convince me they aren't true. Did you see X's in the sky in pictures before, say, 1990? But I'm trying to yes. ask them. Hell uh, yes, yes. You did. I remember them. We were yes. kids. If if you want to spread an aerosol chemical to affect a population, doing it by releasing it from an airplane three or five miles up is about the least effective way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just almost convinced that everybody who is an anti-vaxxer are the ones that are brainwashed into believing crap about, you know, QAnon and this extreme right insanity and these white power mother effers who just won't shut up. They're the ones that didn't get the get the shot. They're the ones that are brainwashed, not everybody else. And that and they feel like they have special knowledge. They know oh, yeah. the truth yeah. about they Pizzagate. Think- they know yeah. the truth about the yeah. vaccine, how it's got the microchips in it that are tracking you, uh, that yep. they read no, on the phone. No, it, it is, of course, fact that Hillary Clinton is behind all of this and was running um, some, kind of a, some kind of a scam out of the back of a pizza joint right. uh, pimping out little kids. That's true. Yeah, and, and she's also in charge of the Nazis in uh, Ukraine. Yeah, which we all know, but, <laughs> but it's, it's insane. Yes. And people come into these little cults and they believe this crap. Then they go on to their favorite social media and espouse this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And people glom onto it and convince themselves. That's the part that makes me just afraid of people because they're so gosh damn stupid. Yeah, but they, they, so many people feel that they are that we're stupid because they have, the, they have the inside knowledge. We're the brainwashed sheep who believe what we're told. Dude, you're believing what you're told too. It's just being told by a different person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Nothing makes much sense anymore. 
I, I, I still I do like my, songs. I, I do my I like own music. research, unlike the experts. Yeah, I uh, that I think that's one of the one of the pitfalls of being in this business, and having to look at. But I do it uh, out of habit, whether I'm at work or not. Um, on Fridays, I start to look at news sites for stories for Monday. And I go back and forth to various sites and read stuff. And I end up with a conclusion that nobody has any idea what they're talking about. They don't have a clue. <laughs> Everybody is guessing. It's their opinion. Because you have a gig... Um, writing an op-ed piece for the Washington Post doesn't make you an expert on anything. You maybe are, you know, well-informed and well-studied. Maybe you're right, but because you say it so, doesn't necessarily... But even if it is true, someone's going to say you're full of crap. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so why waste your energy being an expert, even if you are? It's it because I can pee. It, well, go pee. Um, yeah, we could talk in circles about this forever. Oh yeah, we could. Back in a moment. This is Drake Digital. Five vehicles, a highway divide, a telephone pole, a concrete barrier, then a roof. The tale of one reckless driver in Pennsylvania. Here's Wes. Yes. Meet Teresa Rizzo, 43 years old. She was traveling south on a route something up in Pennsylvania. No one knows why she was driving, what she was doing, where she was going, but she seemed very determined to get somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so for the first reports of, reckless, of a reckless driver there came to police, and they came upon the first vehicle struck by Teresa, and this uh, officer was looking down the strip and saw something on fire. And then from there, the pieces started falling into place as he investigated. Turns out that after Teresa hit that first car, she kept driving. Then she hit a pickup truck near a cross street. Undeterred by this, she didn't stop. She continued to drive south. Teresa crossed over into the northbound lane, the traffic going the other direction, and then ran into a telephone pole. For most people, that would be the end of it. Not yeah. Teresa. Her vehicle then uh, oh traveled God. through the parking lot of a post office, hit a concrete barrier, and then kept going, striking a van oh. parked in the Golden Chopsticks restaurant's parking you lot. Go, girl. Oh. Oh the God. force of this crash somehow, per the police report, caused Teresa's engine to disengage and strike the restaurant as her vehicle with her in it, catapulted up on top of the roof of the Golden <laughs> no. Chopsticks restaurant. This is championship stuff right here, man. <laughs> no kidding. Oh my God. That's where it finally came to a stop with, I guess, a resounding thud and screech that must have made everyone inside wonder just what the hell was going on. The van, by the way, that uh, she hit, crashed into the side of the restaurant and sparked a small fire. That's what the policeman saw. And that caused at least one injury to a worker inside. There was crash debris spread over about a quarter mile area from where she had started her adventure here. And as of upload time of this story, Teresa was in critical condition at this uh, medical center in Pennsylvania. So no one's gotten her story about what set all of this off yet. I am dying to know where she wanted to go. They should have some blood tests on what was in her. She was oh not straight. I mean, surely. I'm, oh, oh, I'm Rizzo. Okay. Don't forget me. She's, <laughs> That's right. 
He's nuts. God. Elderly serial killer. That's my aspiration. Had a severed leg with her when she rolled into a dollar store in Brooklyn. Yes. Let's hear this. This this woman named Harvey, an 83-year-old transgender woman, uh, went to went shopping at the dollar store in Brooklyn the other day. What a setup! Well, got up from the wheelchair that she's in, and on surveillance camera, and probably to people in the store, maybe if there was anybody in there, to their horror, there's a leg, a real leg, cut off from the knee down of her latest victim, just in her wheelchair, like tucked somewhere in her crap. <laughs> Kept a trophy. Um, yeah. yeah. She gets up and the leg is right there, says the police officer. Hmm. Um, she So she was arrested uh, after being identified as the person who ditched this person's headless, limbless torso in a shopping cart in East New York. 83. Which, she's 83 and in a wheelchair. Um, the, the, girl, the girl who she killed, the girl's head was it, at her house. Oh my God! Man. This the the New York Soup. City coroner said this is a gruesome and barbaric homicide, which resulted in a really? headless torso being disposed of on a New York City corner. The latest in a list of heinous offenses conducted over a period of a lifetime by Ms. Harvey. We can only hope that she can do no more. They were able to piece to uh, that that uh, no pun intended. They were able to piece together her movements around the time of the horrific killing, and it happened at the end of February when she. Was seen going into her apartment building with the shopping cart, where the head was later found, or the body was later found. And later in March, she and another woman went to a Home Depot to buy a reciprocating saw, plastic bags, and cleaning liquids. The other woman who hasn't been identified hasn't been charged, but they captured this one, this this person. Uh, on video, March second, leaving her apartment with a bag allegedly containing the body parts. And there was blood spatter and tr- trash bags in the apartment, and so she's finally nabbed. But she's she's I don't know if this matters. Six feet tall, weighs 125. Has known the girl that she killed for at least two years after meeting on social media. But she finally is caught. I guess she's killed other people too. But 83, you're in a wheelchair. Staying active in later years. She got bored with knitting. I I guess. She's my grandma. What a big reciprocating saw you have. She's better to chop her up with, dear. Pissed about something. Uh, Wes continues the discussion with a principal who is now unemployed. Uh, or at least on suspension. This comes from Northampton outside Boston. Principal Lori Valencourt uh, was accused of calling students asshats. So? Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> this came to light with a 267-page compilation of administrative messages that uh, relate to their decision to end these ma- honors math programs and make some changes with that. Sadly, for all of us, the full context of that uh, quote is not in this story anywhere. Just Darn it. at some point, the principal referred the, to the students in this uh, school as asshats, which parked, uh, sparked a swift backlash mm-hmm. from parents and students who organized a walkout. The high school senior class president uh, said, I don't think it." I think it represents how she views the student body. They can't trust her anymore. 
And last Wednesday, when they walked out on classes, a bunch of students had stickers that said, hello, my name is Asshat. <laughs> <laughs> So the principal. I'd wear one of those. The, yeah. I, I think we should market those. Uh, yeah. The principal apologized, saying the word choice was unprofessional, and that uh, I hope the community will interpret my words as a human moment derived from workplace frustration. The superintendent, though, oh, has uh, suspended her while they investigate the whole situation. And there's a former principal at the helm for at least three weeks while that goes on. But uh, you got to watch what you say because you know, people are sensitive about the, a principal calling everything. their babies asshats and everything. Even else. though they are asshats and their parents know it, so uh, you know what's the big what's the big deal? See, all right. If if that was a teacher that the kids really liked a lot and they said it, there would be nothing to it. Not they at be all. In trouble. Not at all. They would no. know. You know. Anyway. Was it in print in an email or just vocalized? Well, I think it was part of the record, so it might have been a comment that she made that was uh, written down as part of the official record of the uh, their discussion or part of the minutes or something like that, where basically she called the kids a, a beret on a donkey. <laughs> Took a second, didn't it? Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, I like it. All right. Which other one do you have? Oh, I've got the story of a guy. If you're going to get rescued, uh, let the rescuers rescue you and don't uh, don't attack them as they rescue you because you might get shot and die. Karen. <laughs> this happened in South Carolina. These two people were on a pontoon boat and something happened and they uh, flipped over and they were in the water and some other people on a nearby pontoon boat saw these this man and woman in distress in the water they went over to him they they rescued him they, oh i'm sorry the man and woman were originally on a jet ski and they had fallen off of that they didn't have life vest on and so they were trying to you know not drown as the jet ski just keeps going in circles and circles around the lake but this guy started getting agitated and said that uh, i've got to go back and get the jet ski and like like, no let the jet ski take care of itself come on let's get you safe so he started attacking this guy the woman who they rescued kept her head and tried to de-escalate things uh but her solution to that was to push her boyfriend back into the water (laughs) the couple then helped get him back in the boat a second time and he confronted them again and started attacking them and so the guy on the pontoon boat who was rescuing him shot him to death <gasps> while being oh my gosh the man died oh, there on the pontoon boat still not uh, getting his jet ski and having been rescued only to be shot to death it's been ruled self-defense because he was attacking the people who were trying to save his life i don't know why that's funny but it just is everything it's just i don't know Everything is the, turning into comedy. Jet Sorry the guy's dead and all, but geez. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a jet ski. It's not going to sink. You can go get it later. Oh, my God. Don't be an asshat. All right, Sheaky Sid, man. you have one that's, <laughs> that's that's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we don't all have a crane or need a crane, but this guy in Alabama uh, thought that he did for a while. A 70-ton crane was on his property, and uh, he he says that someone gave it to him well he decided he didn't really need it to use it as a crane he wanted to sell it for scrap metal so he called a towing company so they could tow it off and he could sell it for scrap metal and so the the towing company gets there and the owner is like okay i've seen this crane before what the heck because well first of all it looks like some army thing because it's painted in camouflage so he's like i've moved this crane before so he calls the owner 
to ask, you know, what was up, you know, and, and the guy said, I didn't give that crane away. I didn't give it, give it away to this guy. So the, t- the, the towing operator then called the police, of course, because he knew it was not this man's crane, to decide what to do with. Uh, the man who wanted it moved started to get in the crane and try to drive it away and run from the cops. He ran it into a ditch where it Don't. got stuck. <laughs> so he was arrested and uh, on uh, probation violation and first-degree theft charges, yada, yada, yada. It was never his crane. He stole it or somehow, and now he's in trouble. Good thing it can be told. Oh, man. That's it. Have a great weekend. This is Drake Digital.